Welcome to the Voices of the Goddess podcast. We believe that there is a goddess inside each and every one of us. When we use our voice to share that goddess, we support and uplift each other. Join us each week as we interview women to receive the message of their goddess within. I am Allison Lee, your wellness warrior. And I'm Julieta, the magical PT. And we are so glad you are joining us today to get more insights and tools into tapping into your inner goddess to support you in achieving all of your goals. This morning, we are joined by Tracy Prescott. I am so excited you are here. Can you please tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. First, I just want to thank both of you for having me. I'm so excited. It's a great opportunity. Um, And I was just explaining to everybody, to you guys, like, I need to come up with a name for myself. Um, But my name is Tracy Prescott, um, and I am a creative cultivator and a collaborative catalyst. um, And that's how I walk through the world. And part of that for me is really about creating opportunities for others to identify and cultivate their social and emotional power so they can facilitate the process you know, of joining others and creating change. So that's who I am at the core and everything around me, the things that I do in my life reflect that. I'm happy to be here. And one thing I'm really excited about because in the past, in this kind of situation, Tracy's always been the one interviewing me. And today we get to like flip roles and I get to interview her. But one of the things about her, and I'm sure you already heard that in her speaking. I'm like, Tracy's like the next Oprah. Like she, this woman knows how to speak and lead a conversation. And she's really an amazing, powerful woman. So that being said, we are going to dive into the questions. And so the first one is, um, what is your superpower, Tracy? So that is a good question. And I try not to look at questions in advance because I just kind of want to like feel my way through things. But, you know, I I open the email and I'm just like, don't look, but look. Um, So (laughs) I feel like my superpower, if I had to define it, I feel like it's listening um, from that one-to-one perspective. So I feel like that's my superpower. And my secondary superpower, you didn't ask this, but that secondary superpower is really translating what I hear and being able to echo back what I feel is the real intention of the words that I heard. So first, primary and secondary. So that's, that's kind of like, those are my superpowers. We'll allow you to have that. <laughs> so listen, that's an incredible superpower because how we all know how many people don't really listen when I'm guilty of it. I know that I've done it, you know, and you're growing up and they always tell you, or my parents used to tell me, you have two ears and one mouth. You need to use your ears more. And yeah, it's so that's amazing. Amazing. Well, and it's really just about being present because I yeah. think it's so easy in today's world. We've got so much going on and to keep your presence and your focus, like where you are in the moment when -hmm. you're like, yeah, I got to remember to do this later and this later. And there's, we've got so much going on in our life right now. So it is 
it's a, a skill, a muscle that we can all exercise and practice and get there more and just being 100% present where we are in the moment. And the, you know, the person in front of you should be the most important thing that you have going on in that moment. Everything else can wait. So I love that you said that because I know knowing you and knowing what you do, I know that that's really important to you. And I also think that, you know, what people get caught up in is trying to say the next thing and answer the question before it actually happens or they're preparing, you know, to, to be ready. I got to jump in. Guilty. It's be my turn any second. I'm doing it right now. I'm thinking, wait, I got to... <laughs> But that's when you also miss yeah. what the person is really yeah. intending to yeah. say is because you've already formulated in your head what they're saying before you've actually heard them. And then mm -hmm. that's how we misinterpret it and just slow down and listen. And yeah, life's too much in a hurry right now. We all need to just, and, you know, I think the pandemic has given us a little bit that like we have less going on so that we can actually slow down and just be, be in the moment. That's such a good point. Well, and I All right. Something really quickly, and then often we'll finish this. I think, and I don't know if it's an age thing, because as Julietta knows, I just recently turned 50. Ooh. And I feel like, I, right? I know. I'm like super excited about that. So uh, I never thought I would be, but I am super excited. Um, but what's interesting to me is that, like I said, I don't know if it's an age thing, but I really mindfully remind myself to enjoy the moment that I'm in. Like I spent a week with my daughter and I tried really hard when I was with her that I focused on her and not let everything else around me, you know, and it's, it's a, it's a skill. Don't you think kind of Tracy? I mean, I, you are very gifted in it and some people are more gifted than others, but do you find that it's also a bit of a skill and practice? I, I, yes. And it's also what you value. I, I think that it is an age thing only tied to experience. But there are lots mm -hmm. of people who are younger who have experiences that allow them to be in that moment and be present. Mm -hmm. um, but I also think that it, it really is, yes, about age, because that's how we acquire experience. But also mm -hmm. there are circumstances and things that happen that mm -hmm. lead to that experience that you can have at an earlier age. Um, so yes, and. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. No, excellent point. Yeah. Okay, you can go on, Julia. <laughs> All right. Question number two, Tracy. What is a book that has greatly influenced your life? Um, so one of my favorite books is The Alchemist. I have read that multiple times. I have tons of favorites. Um, but that one particular book, the the possibility of anything can happen if you are willing to step out and to, to make choices and to, to just do it. You know, like you, you can't sit on the sidelines and wait for something to happen or come to you. You have to like meet it. And that book is, it's so fun. It's humorous. It's an easy read but it's packed full of so many little nuggets that I enjoy it every time. And I feel like I learned something new, not only about the book, but about myself when I read it or listen to it. Yeah. 
it's so funny that you bring this up because um, I have a roommate and she just recently ordered two copies of The Alchemist, <laughs> one for herself because she wants to read it again for the I don't know how many time. And she also wants to gift it to somebody who hasn't. I'm like, wow, there's a person on the planet who hasn't read The Alchemist yet. Like, <laughs> wait, what? Allison has not read it. Oh, my. <laughs> I've never read it. That's why I'm writing it down. I'm like, okay, I might have to order that on Amazon today. Well, and the amazing thing about it, like Tracy said, it's like such a quick, easy read. Like you can, you can finish that in, you know, that's like a one day kind of book. Like you don't like need days or weeks to, you just open that up and you get through it and you like love every minute of it. Yeah. It's it's really good on Audible. You know, I would, you know, if I were driving, I used to commute about an hour to two hours a day sometimes, like just popping it in, like start your ride, end your ride, like it Mm -hmm. it brings you down and it prepares you for the day. And it's also a really great book for kids. If you have kids in your life or kids in your family, it's, it's something that at every stage of your life, there's some value that you can get from it. I love that you bring that up because we've had other guests talk about how so many of the things that come out in these interviews, how we should really be treating, teaching them to our children and to our kids in our lives, because that's the only way they're going to learn these things. You know, they're not going to get that necessarily in their school setting. They usually will get that from their parents or family or yeah, that's really interesting. Okay, gotta read it. I'll get, add that to my, <laughs> add that to my, listen, I read all the time. I love to read. That is my favorite. I know, that's why I'm shocked that you haven't read it already, because I know how much you read. And I'm like, wow, like, um, yeah. How Someone just hasn't that? read it. But I know you'll get on it. You'll get on it. <laughs> and did you see that someone just posted the this is a great reminder to keep moving forward and be open to your course. Your journey teaches you so much. And then their next comment was said time to reread it. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm definitely going to read it again, like for sure. Yes. All right. Next one is, because we all know it's super important to take care of ourselves. And Allison loves the analogy of, you know, when you're on the airplane, you got to put your face mask on before you, you know, do the person next to you. You got to take care of yourself. So what, Tracy, is your favorite self-care practice? So... This is a small cheat. Um, I, since meeting my wife, Karen, as you know, the fantastic Karen Prescott, AKA the Bowtie Girl, love yes. her. Um, I have gotten into meditation and Yay. I didn't, I, I understood the value of it from a logical standpoint. Like you, you get it mentally, right? Why it's important, but Practicing it is something that is very different and has become a really important tool in my life. Um, Whether, you know, I do it while falling asleep. I do it first thing when I wake up in the middle of the day when things kind of get crazy. You know, I go outside and sit on the, the, the patio, sit on the deck and just kind of have some tea, but just be with myself. Um, So meditation is like my new, like, and I know it's it's been happening and people are like, oh, meditation, we've been doing that forever. But like the practice of it and and realizing the value for me 
has been a really powerful thing that I've recently come into. Nice. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent behind you on that. I only just started meditating about two years ago. So I'm, I'm with you and it's, I wish I would have started 30 years ago. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Meditation can be life changing for people. I actually was in, um, uh, workshop this weekend, kind of, you know, like a personal development transformational workshop and, and learn some new meditation oh. techniques. So um, I am definitely um, having a little fun playing with, you know, because when you when you meditate forever, like sometimes it's like, what else can I do here? And so adding in some new some some new little pieces to the meditation is is fun, too. So Meditation has no limitations. Juliana, I think that's a great point because everybody is different and you really have to find a meditation, a voice um, that resonates with you before you can settle into it. Um, so what I encourage people to do is they're trying this for the first time, like take your time. There's no pressure. Like nobody's looking over your shoulder to see if you're doing it right. Find what works for you. So I just wanted to add that in because I think that's a really good point. Yeah, because people ask all the time, like, what's the right way to meditate? And I know that there are meditation techniques that they're like, this is the only way to do it. And I always say for everything in life, if someone tells you that their way is the right way and the only way, like turn them off because that's not, that's not true. And, you know, find what works for you and use that. Cause if it works for you, then it's right for you. And it doesn't mean that your way is right for somebody else either. So you just got to find the, you know, what feels good to you, what resonates with you and go for it. So. I love that you said that because we talk about that, like in all of our interviews, like our whole point of doing this podcast and all of this is to give women out there the tools that have worked for other women does not necessarily mean it's going to work for you, but it, it, but it gives you tools in your toolbox to pull out and, and try to use for yourself. And, and I love that you said that Tracy, it's so true because I find so many people buck trying to meditate because they think it has to be done a specific way. And I'm glad you both brought that up, that you do what works for you. Um, even for with kids, like we were talking about another with somebody else about it, like even for kids, it's hard, probably my kids would have been very difficult to teach to meditate when they were little, but to teach them how to take five deep breaths, mm. that is technically, it can be a form of meditating, just sitting there silently and taking five deep breaths. So you just have to find what works best. I'm, I love that this got brought up. Thank you both. Awesome. And our final question, um, you know, Allison and I did some research before we started this whole podcast to find out what goddesses need help with. And the thing that comes up over and over again is accountability. So how do you create accountability in your life, Tracy? So that's, you guys, first of all, your questions are great questions. And at every, I, I was talking to someone yesterday and I feel like I'm a new person every day. And that's just how I see myself. Like every day I'm brand new. Every moment I'm, I get the opportunity to be new. And even though the questions are like so simple, they are so profound at the same time. So I just want to thank you guys for your questions. 
And um, there's, there's, so I know what my gifts are. Being on time, <laughs> being held, you know, holding myself accountable, I think is one of the things that I've had to grow into um, because I've been a person to kind of give myself a pass. Like, oh, well, you know, it's okay. You can do it later. But what I have found is that in order for me to feel fulfilled in what I'm doing, I get to treat myself the way that I treat other people in my life. Like, you know, if I were part of part of what I do, I'm do leadership development for um, teenagers and youth. So I always go back to like if I were talking to my 16 year old niece, you know, what would I encourage her to do? If I'm talking to a friend, how would I talk to them? And I get to to treat myself the same way as if I'm talking to my niece or talking to a friend. So it's it's really about doing it and reminding myself that I need to do this and I get to be my word for myself the same way I get to do that for others. So, you know, um, creating accountability is how I do it is just reminding myself that I am a friend. I am my niece. I am, you know, someone other than myself to flip the switch from just like giving myself a pass. I don't know if that really answers the question, but yeah. that's what happens for me. It's almost it's like a, for me, it's like almost reminds me of like self love, like being, it's giving yourself back that, that love to yourself. Um, yeah, I think that makes total sense. I get it. Hey, welcome, Anya. I see you listening to us out there. Her comment was that, you know, you're talking about living by example. And, so true. So true. And I was happened to be listening to um, a meditation. And, um, you know, part of the meditation was, you know, again, like, we are our own sacred space. And we get to treat ourselves like sacred space. And in order to be that sacred space for someone else, we have to be that space for ourselves first. And accountability, keeping your word, all of those things, and you know, that people tend to take for granted and just kind of let slide for ourselves. But we hold ourselves to this different standard in relationship with other people, but not in relationship to ourselves. So that has been like, you know, and and an evolution and an ongoing like learning thing for me. So that would that would be my my long answer. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. All right, ladies, let's talk about what's our takeaway from from this session this morning. Can you guess what mine might be? <laughs> I kind of suspect you're going to be placing an order on Amazon today. I will be getting the alchemist. That is my takeaway. Uh, apparently, I need to read that ASAP. So, yes. So my takeaway today doesn't really have anything to do with what we spoke about on the podcast this morning, but um, we had a bunch of technical glitches, like a lot of crazy stuff went on before we actually came to do this. And we ended up having to start late today. And the old Julietta would have been losing her mind over this, you know? Really? Like, I would have been like, oh, let's just forget it and reschedule it. And um, 
you know, I just like relaxed into the whole thing and said, you know what, maybe we were waiting for, cause someone, if we had been on earlier, someone that's watching right now would have missed it. And they really needed to hear something that we had to say today, or, you know, who knows what it was, but it's all okay. Everything is fine. This podcast went off beautifully. It didn't matter that we had all those glitches. Like everything mm -hmm. happened as it should be. It's great. It's perfect. Amazing. Awesome. So that was my takeaway from this podcast. And how about you, Tracy? What you got? <laughs> so at first, I want to acknowledge you, Julietta, Julietta for, for being that and for allowing space for that to happen. So... Yay! Yay. <laughs> um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm bad at like doing. Not bad. So my first takeaway, because I have a couple, my first takeaway is share space and talk to other people. It doesn't matter how you make that happen. I know everybody's kind of like over COVID and over like you know, isolation, but there are so many things that we can do to still be with other people. And the second takeaway, do it. Just do it. Stop thinking about it. Stop talking about it. Stop worrying about it. Just do it. And it's one small step. I have this favorite thing that I like to, to say, small victories. You just celebrate the small victories. Absolutely. You got up this morning, you took a shower, celebrate, like all of the small victories, like add to your big victories and just do it and celebrate. And, you know, yes. Yay. I love those takeaways. That made me feel so good because Juliana and I were talking about this podcast. We had no idea what we were doing when we got into this. And I think Thankfully, the blessing of having the relationship with Julietta that I have and becoming such good friends is that we really picked each other up. Like, I think where going back to the accountability piece, I think where one of us would have maybe said, yeah, no, I'll just like you said, Tracy, I'll do that later. I'll deal with it later. The other one was like, no, come on. OK, let's do this, this, this. Like we found a way, like you said, to just do it. But I love how you said to share space and talk with people. And I'm so glad we had you on here. <laughs> Every interview we do, I am. This is like filling me up so much, too. I hope it is for everybody also. Allison, that's a, a great point because we never know what somebody else needs. Mm -hmm. We think we're doing something because it's something that we need. And that is true. It's mutually beneficial. So to echo your message, this is a powerful exchange for me. So thank you both. And I hope that whoever's listening out there, that you had some great takeaways and, and thank you for being present to share space with us today. Yay. All right, unless either of you have anything else, I'm just gonna say thank you to everybody who's joining us here today. Thank you to anybody who listens to this podcast or watches this video in the future. And if you enjoyed what you heard, please um, like us, comment uh, on us, um, share this with your friends. And um, you can find us on YouTube. We are officially podcasters now, so you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google, 
podcast. We're like everywhere now. (laughs) (laughs) And then also, um, you know, the information that we talked about in the show, you can check out the show notes and comments and find um, connection to that, to any of the stuff that we talked about. And also in the show notes, you can find out how to get in touch with any of us if you need to. Uh, yes. I have one more thing that I would love to, to share. Um, Bowtie Kids is uh, Courage and Confidence for Kids with Chronic Pain, um, it's a nonprofit founded by my wife. You know, we work with kids and families who are impacted by chronic pain, creating that space for them to be socially and emotionally empowered. What I wanted to share is we're doing an event on May 13th. One of our, um, it's called Courage and Confidence Awards. One of the great things that we're doing is we have a community advocate award. If you know somebody who is a great advocate in the community, who's doing some great work that should be recognized, nominations are open until Sunday. Go to bowtiekids.org, submit your nominations, and let's celebrate the people who are out there making change in our community. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing, Tracy. I'm so glad you brought up Bowtie Kids. I'm like, she didn't really bring it up. I need to like say something so she brings it up. So I'm so glad you did because I, I think that's it. such a, I got yeah, it. it's such an incredible organization. And to you and your wife, you guys do amazing things. I think it's incredible. So thank, thank you. you. And thank you for being a part of our programs and services committee, Julietta. My pleasure. It is my pleasure to, to serve you guys. So awesome. All right. It's a wrap. <laughs> Everyone have a magical, magical day, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.